T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Called the Guru segment. Now back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, back to Wiseman. Almost uh, Whitey in for Steiny today. Uh, we were are going to talk to the great Jim Barnett bottom of the hour, but we we have a couple uh, loose ends to tie up here on what's going on with the 49ers, the quarterback situation. John Lynch talked today at the combine, and we're wondering about Brock Purdy's surgery. On the text line, you, know, you can always, any medical advice or information you get on the text line, oh, yeah. rock solid. I think that goes without saying. But this is interesting. Someone suggesting that the Purdy injury is a clean tear as a result of blunt force. Pitchers need a shredded ligament rebuilt. Purdy will only need it reattached, so it's far less drastic than pitcher surgery. I don't know if that's true from the 415, thank you, but it seems to me it's certainly possible, and I hadn't considered that. So Why yeah. do I keep picturing Mark Willard when I say this, and that's my brother? Because <laughs> I don't want to be right, but... This can turn into Tommy John once they get inside, Whitey, right? I believe so, okay. yeah. All right. It can parlay into that. We don't want that to be the case, but once they get in there and that, that swelling goes down, then, you know, then you can see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, fingers crossed on all of that. Now, Goo, James Wiseman last night had a pretty good game in the Pistons' most recent loss. This one to the... The high flying Charlotte Hornets. I was twenty three and seven. So does that, as a Warrior fan, someone who likes to see the Warriors do well, to make you a little more nervous about the trade and where this whole thing is headed? I'm not going to say nervous because there was no way in hell he was going to have any impact uh, this season. And I've been lobbying, I've been screaming all season long, like, it'll be greater later if you empower some of these youngsters, including Moody, to go out and ball and maybe even fail, but keep them somehow in the rotation. Steiny and everybody scoffed at me. But I'll say this, the guy can play. I know he's in Siberia playing non-meaningful basketball with the Pistons. He's enjoying but it. Twenty-three and the seven yeah. is twenty-three and seven. Damn it! So for the and I'm not saying the Warriors made an error, but what hurts me most is the fact that I had 
my own expectations on the Warriors fin- finally filling that void of having the next great big man since Chris Webber. So when I turn on the idiot box and I watch Wiseman on it 23-7, and seven, I do have a thought like, damn, Steve or coaching staff, if you, it, it's, it's mental too. If you could have just instilled, maybe he didn't have it, but kind of like go, go be the best you can be. Some nights it's going to be five, some it's going to be eight, but maybe we would be like, we didn't have to pull the plug. And if this is about the money next year, okay, it's I get it. a big part of it. Huge but the part politics of, it. of the number two pick, you said night-night? Wow. Here's why James Wiseman was never going to fit here. Was not going to work. And I'm not saying... I don't um, know who's... You could say, though, it's the worst fault for drafting him. It's his fault for not adapting. Whatever it is. I'm just saying this is why... This isn't talked about, but to me, if you've watched, this is crystal clear. Uh-oh. James Wiseman does not want to play the way the Warriors want their centers to play. I mean, and you can and that that's fine. You could see that uh, when they drafted him. Remember his rookie year, and you've talked about this a lot. If you look at his numbers from his rookie year, he got hurt, of course. What was it, like 11 and 5, 11 and 6? The numbers were like, those are pretty good for a rookie. So the numbers can be a little misleading with him. 23-7, you're right. There's 23-7, no way around it. But there was a game where Draymond was miked in his rookie year. And I can't remember which game it was, but I remember seeing the video halftime. And Draymond says to Wiseman at halftime, hey, let's look at your box score. He said, all right, you are, uh, you're three for six. And Draymond says, that's too many shots. Damn. And, and I Wiseman, see this. Yeah, yeah. And Wiseman like, no, I'm like, okay, okay. And then there was that game that same year. Remember when they went... They played Toronto, but it was like in Tampa or something because of COVID. And they got destroyed by 50. Oh, I remember. It was yeah. at Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Was, okay. Yeah. It, and and it, they got destroyed. And in that game, I remember watching Wiseman. And when the thing just totally disintegrated, yeah. he was like shooting everything. He wanted the ball. He wanted to go to the basket. That's the way he wants to play. In his mind, that's what he is. And the Warriors never wanted him to be that. Again, I'm not saying he's right or they're right, but it was clear there was one game he had this year, Christmas Day against Memphis, where he played the way the Warriors want him to in that win over the Grizzlies. And I don't think he scored, but he played really well. Yeah. It's, but you watch him and he would post up and they're like, you. they don't Never. do that. Because on this team, wouldn't give it to him. Yeah, because you're, James, you don't do that here. Um, on this awful. team, is it? On this team, you look at the guys that they have to shoot the ball. And I'd rather have Steph or Claire or someone taking shots than James Wiseman. So it was just a really bad fit. On top of the defense, which he never had a handle on. Earlier this year, you go back to that game in Orlando. You know, that road trip where everything started to unravel. They were playing Orlando, and they had a big lead. And I think they just lost in Charlotte, Goo, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So they go to Orlando. It's like, yeah, they got to win this game against Orlando. Had a big lead. They bring Wiseman in to start the second quarter. And it's like... There went the lead. So defensively, he was not good. He fouled a lot. And offensively, he really didn't have any interest or he didn't have the aptitude for playing the way they wanted him to play. And I think it got to the point where Steve Kerr said, I can't, if we're trying to win, I can't play the guy. It's kind of the square peg, round hole thing right now. And I think ultimately that's why he wasn't a fit here. And I blame them. They should have known that before they drafted him. But it wasn't just a matter of give him time. He didn't want to play. And you can see it now. He's so happy. And it's like, I don't know why, if you ever needed a job, what do you do? You look at the job description. 
to see what it entails yeah. and what yeah. they need you to do. And he wasn't brought here with the number two pick to me. And I'm not saying he's too good to do these things, but be Zaza and set Piggott's picks like Bogut. That ain't who this kid is. He's trying to be Bosch. Right. He's trying right. to do right yes. or wrong. He's trying to do what he's doing in Detroit. So you are right. How can we put that on a 20-year-old kid? That is on buyer beware. Yeah, I don't you know who you, who you put were. It on, but it's crystal you clear. How raw this kid was. So now here I am. I, I got the league pass. Who cares? Yeah. Detroit is did appointment you get, uh, TV. Did you get it like a half season discount? Oh, no, you know, you, okay. right. This you is know, a pretty good deal I've yeah. been looking at. Yeah. 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 But if um, I got to be careful here. But if you get the fire stick, you get it free. Not that I would ever do anything like that, but it's kind of fuzzy. And then oh yeah, the, yeah. the clarity. I've been to my right. HD. You got to have a real. But uh, yeah, I'm looking like I'm hearing the noise. <laughs> 23 and 7, it's not really 23 and 7. Nah, hell nah. We thought this dude was a stiff. Now, he may end up being a stiff, but you're right. That first year when they they empowered him, and you could say he wasn't deserving. Yeah, he was deserving. He was the number two pick. He's 7-1. Go out there. And I believe they thought he was seasoned in the street. It's mm -hmm. almost like gang warfare. Sometimes people got to, you know, OG got to show you the ropes. But in this instance, I think they thought Wiseman was ready. And he wasn't. He's not close. But if that clip, which I missed, Draymond saying, the OG yeah. saying. And it was very cat. Too it, it many was, shots. Yeah, and they weren't, he oh. wasn't like yelling at him or anything. He was like, hey, yeah, let's look nah. at your box score. Yeah, that's I'll see worse. if I can find that. Why do I would just go and hide him? Yeah. Like, did you really just say, guess where that's not going to happen? In Detroit. Oh, so like, we need you to take more <laughs> shots. Now, from the 408, someone coming out to me. F that. That's a BS lie. If Lamb can shoot 5 to 10 times, Wiseman should Man, shoot wow. 10 to 15 times. Lamb, and I know people don't like Lamb. I like Lamb. Because I it's two-way. He shot the ball really well this year, and they haven't asked him to do the things that they've asked Wiseman to do. Lamb is a little bit limited defensively, but I think as a team defender, he's actually way better than Wiseman. So that's the thing. People get so... They they get they they get so sensitive about anything. I'm not even trying to criticize Wiseman. I'm trying to look at he's this. They want him to be this. He doesn't want to be that. And then you figure you had to pay him 12.1 million next year times the luxury tax, and they just didn't want to do it. You know what? And and you make stellar points. But we talked about this yesterday, JD and I. And you tell me what you think because I haven't heard. But I do tune in every Saturday to you and uh, JD. Thank Wayne. you. Whose project or pick do you think, who had the most input? Because I thought Lakeup, who was, last year, he was on TK's podcast when everybody was bashing Wiseman. He's like, I don't know what you're looking, what they're looking, he said they, what they're looking at. I like what I see. So to me, this was his, more his baby than anybody else's. It's just me speculating. But when he was traded, I was like, well, damn, what a metamorphosis and how quick to change your mind, Joe, because just, you know, two a year and a half ago, you were saying we're in it in the long run. Do you think Joe was so out on him? That's why the trade happened? Because I was shocked. I can only go by, like you say, you get a sense of things, but we really can only go by what's been said, what's been reported. It was reported that Joe Lacob was a big Wiseman guy. Yeah. Not, that doesn't mean he was the only one, but it was reported that he was. And then when he was on with uh, Tim Kawakami recently on the podcast, when he said, just so you know, everyone, we were unanimous. We wanted oh, Wiseman. Wow. That's what he said. But then when he also said, we love James Wiseman, but you know, it's a lot of money next year and everything's on the table. At that point, he was telling us, we're, we're, we may trade this guy. That's really what he was saying, right? Because that was the first time 
Uh, and also going back to when Bob Myers was on with you guys, and he said, if we can get one and a half out of these yeah, three that guys, Myers that was the other. That was yeah. a, fir a first indication that, huh, okay. So rightly or wrongly, they just felt like we can't afford to give Wiseman more time to develop here when it's really not happening. Mm, yeah. Interesting. So, you know. And, and that again, was a precursor then to what eventually ended up happening. He was moved. Yeah. And that wasn't going to happen if the owner wasn't on board. Mm -hmm. And they wanted him to be a type of center that I just don't think he really had any interest in being. And that's that's his right. Yeah. Right here, 408 Xfinity Mobile text line. Waddy, the Warriors 5 needs one attribute to be a great screener. So right then and there. It so was that's up, why it you have to wonder that. why they spent the second pick on a And center. it could have been, oh my God, LaMelo yeah. Ball. What's up with these injuries? He broke but, his ankle last yeah. night, unfortunately. And yeah. with nine contact. That's unfortunate. Yeah. And yeah. his brother's career, right? I know, random. It may be over. Lonzo can't even get back. Mm -hmm. Who cares about how many shots he takes? He wasn't getting enough rebounds or assists or blocks. He gets plenty of turnovers and fouls. Um, yeah, he the, all those things are true. He was just so raw. And it was a he was trying to learn how to be a basketball player in a system um, I'm not saying someone says Wiseman wanted to play. What are you talking about? I'm not saying he didn't want to play. I'm saying that this system wasn't a good fit for him. So he's trying to learn how to play pro basketball in a system that didn't really ask him to do the things he wanted to do most. Well, let's get to, he yeah. was so freaking happy last night. You yeah. saw him on, yeah. Did you on, see on one bench? of my favorite things in life, Whitey, is the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing uh -huh, at each other. Uh -huh. And I don't know if you've seen the video a couple days ago. It was uh, Bagley Jr. doing his left. That's I incredible. I couldn't tell him apart. Well, obviously, Wiseman's taller. Yeah. But it was the same little move. And I go, that's pretty funny because they, they referred to the meme. But let's talk about the babies. And I'm going to include pool because I'm going to ask okay. uh, uh, the great Jim Barnett about him. I got to tell you this. You could say, who the hell are you in your warrior jacket? They don't even wear Adidas no more. But I got to... <laughs> I think a lot of people are saying that. <laughs> I got to say this. <laughs> I think he's... Jordan, he's taken a couple steps back to me. And... I'm not like Stani accuses me of doing, uh, being a protector for the big three. Well, he takes and, and, a couple and, steps back every time he shoots a and, jump shot, but they don't fall call down. that anymore. Yeah, or yeah. he'll fall down. Yeah, that's so true. I can't believe the heights he reached last year, and this year something's just off. And it could be the punch. We'll get to it. But I'm like, whoa. But I'm including him in this, uh, this mm -hmm. activity. Moody, I think you were too hard on him. Uh, you tapped into your Steiny. Because you said, what's he do well? Well, tell me then. Well, I'm going to say, what doesn't he do okay? Because he's the master, what is it, jack of all trades, master of none. He can dribble, with, he can dribble, he can play D, he can go get your rebound, he can hit a three, he can, he can get a dunk in traffic. He was called upon in the Western Conference Finals. Now, the people out there could be saying, oh, that was the Mavericks. I don't care. Kirk trusted him he answered the bell but i just i think he is not an all-star he's going to be a player in this league hmm. and right now his confidence right. is shot and that takes me to kaminga where are you at on kaminga who couldn't even get invited to the rookie sophomore game again i think he represents some of the most if not the exciting um athletic players the warriors have but dude, his handle, he, like he needs a cleanup. He needs a face, a basketball facial. We need to work on your handles, this and that. The game against Minnesota, he was doing the spin moves, losing the rock. Like I'm not disappointed that's too strong, but Whitey, I thought he was further, I thought he was advanced more than I'm, I'm starting to see from Jonathan Kaminga. To me, Kaminga to this point has been a moderate success. 
Uh, I know he's not right now the player they hoped he would be, but he's a rotational now, player. Now, how can he be a success then if Because he's that? in the rotation. He's got a role. You know, last year you'd start him. He's start now. Then he's out. Then you'd play him a little. Then you don't play him. And now he's playing. He's got a role. A defined role, and it's, you know, especially now where they're, they're so shorthanded. He's guarding guys 94 feet. That's not nothing. That Even a guy that's willing to do that, that's not nothing. Um, and also, the last two games, he has his shooting numbers haven't been great the last two games. You know, the Lakers were like, go ahead, shoot it. No, yeah. But if I'm not mistaken, I think he's got nine assists in the last couple of games. Um, over two game span, he had nine assists. And for him, that's remarkable because he was kind of a ball stopper. My point is, I think he is, his game is expanding and he's not yet close to what we think he can be. You see glimpses of it and it's jaw dropping. But overall, I think that I have to say with Kaminga, we hope it comes faster. But overall, he's, he's contributing. He's a member of the rotation. Yeah. And how big of a deep breath do you take the Dre? Uh, go in the MRI, it came back clean. Yes, yeah, Because I was like, you got to be kidding me. I uh, haven't heard your thoughts on Wiggins. Like, why do you, I, again, and you're probably going off of no intel like we all are, but selfishly, this is a big deal. And no, not bigger than what he's dealing with at home. But man, who saw this when you needed him most? He has his best game of the season, and then he's out. Yeah. And I'm like, how many more games are we going to talk about you and JD or you and whomever? That he's not available. Yeah, and I don't know. You may know something. I know it's it's interesting because it seems like people that normally know something about these things, even they yes. don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I have no idea. Um, so hopefully everything works out. But, yeah, as far as the basketball end of it, which isn't as important, they really miss him right now. But maybe, you know, the silver lining, Patrick Baldwin Jr. getting a chance. I love to everything. I know he doesn't you know, necessarily play what does do what Wiggins does, but they've got opportunities. But here. what about when he hits his three? You look at him like oh, I know. nobody's going to be able to block that. So no, you're no. going to be able to put Wait, it on the you floor. You couldn't even block it. Oh no, no. <laughs> my confidence wise <laughs> depends on where my confidence meter is at. But PBJ. Just from a DNA standpoint, I mean, I'm in love, man. Mm-hmm. And then we haven't seen his mid-range. Whenever you want to tap into that, you know, going to the rack, pull up on a dime and just, I mean, this death shot looks great. You know, the mid-range is really interesting now. It's getting a little wonky. Well, teams now are giving you that. Teams Damn. give you because they know <laughs> that no one wants to shoot that. So Mike Brown was just talking about that a couple of days ago. He's like, you know, the mid-range is really important now because a lot of good defensive teams, that's what they're giving you. And if that's what they're going to give you and you knock it down, you can hurt them a little bit. Best so. mid-range shooter you've known. I'm going Joe. I'm going Sam Cassell, Chris Paul, early Chris Paul, and Joe Dumars. I'm going the mask. And Rip Hamilton. Rip Hamilton okay. is my guy. Uh, yeah. He <laughs> had that down. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be fun, the rest of these games here. Uh, as far as Moody goes, again, I, I hate going here because I like Moody, but I, the well, reason I bring like this about up, him? because he was just last year, he was so mature. And you could see uh. some of the other players, like Kaminga, and I love Kaminga, my wife's favorite player. You could see him sometimes, and he's on the bench laughing, and there's nothing wrong with that. But next to him would be Moody, and Moody would have his Moody face I, on. I love it. You know, it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm locked dialed in. in. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so I want to see him continue to evolve, but the reason I bring him up, I'm not blaming him or coming after him, but people blame Kerr. Like, oh, he can't develop young players. Well, I mean, he was the coach when they developed Poole, when they developed Looney. I mean, Kaminga's coming along. I just don't think that's fair. And I think it's on Moses Moody. Just 
That's why I say right now to me, there's not a single thing he does right now where I say he does this well. And mm. that's got to be the case at this point if you want to play in the NBA. Okay, and it's a league of adults. I don't care, you know, one and done. It's a man league. But when you watch him, there's no doubt, Dr. Darrell, his confidence is shot. If he were right here, I'd be like, Moses, I know you may not admit this, but Wadi and I were talking about you. Wadi doesn't know. Your, his confidence is shot to me right now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you somebody, can say deal with it, but... Somebody on the text side, PBJ's defense is horrible. You guys pick and choose your favorites. I like PBJ, but the way you talk bleep about Wiseman is effed up. I don't think I was talking... And I was an advocate for James. Wiseman. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I was trying to explain why he's not a fit here. I wasn't trying to run him down. And, yeah, for what it's worth, playing well right now. And who's now. playing defense in the league? 176 to 1. That hurt my soul. Did it? That just bothered me. Double overtime. Oh, well, still. And then Paul George, <laughs> I can't finish the game because I'm on a minute restriction. How did you like the Warriors playing defense against Anthony Edwards? Little, it was almost like a box and one. Now, Maybe I, we see that tonight against Dane. So do you really? Defense. He was all. I text Evan, who was at the game. Um, Evan Giddings? Yeah, Evan Giddings. Wow. Asked a question to Steve Kerr. You yeah. saw that. Oh, you ain't on Twitter as much as me. I was there when he asked one question. Oh, okay. Steve well, there yeah. it is. Yeah. So, I don't need Twitter. I was there. Edwards, just his body, his energy was off from the beginning. So I don't want to rob the Warriors of playing that boxing one in great D. Yeah. But some, and he's been talking, Edwards, uh, not John level, but like, we got to quit horsing around. It's real now. We got, and then that was, that was crapola performance by him. Yeah. To me. It was. Now you can tell the Warriors were in him, Gary Payton, but, uh, I just felt like he was dogging it. And then at the end of the game, oh, let me shoot a couple threes that I'll That's hit. a weird team. That team's odd. Stadis yeah. guy might be in trouble. Finch. I don't think it's his fault, but yeah. Now, what does that mean? If you got kids and they go to school and act up and cause ruckus, that's on the parents. Yes. Regardless but- if you didn't... You didn't try to get him to be bad, but you get that's on you. But sometimes the coach is like the big brother, and it's like the front office is the parents, and the parents made that oh, trade, God. and they went out and they got Gobert. And it's like, oh my goodness, really? Did you ever really think that was going to work? And I know he didn't play. Yeah. And then they bring in Mike Conley, and uh, it's, it's just, just an odd yeah. fit there. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, the Warriors and the Blazers tonight. It's a, it, How does Dame follow up seventy one? Against the Warriors? If not, or just something, something. scoring 70? Have you ever scored 70? I mean, eventually, total. If you ask. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> you and uh, Shamari play where? Modesto. No, Vallejo. Oh. <laughs> wow. Modesto. You used to say Vacaville. Now you got me. <laughs> nothing against Modesto, but no, that's your partner. Yeah, my yeah. man. Put your ball. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the most free throws you ever made in a row? See, this. <sighs> there's so many jokes, but. In a game or just with my I kids? Said, I was on with Larry Friday, and he was saying, you know, I played basketball. So I, oh, what okay. was his number? The, he said two or three. Yeah, you know what? And I'm going to keep it. I'm, I'm going to say eight or nine, playing 21 or something. But, yeah. Okay. Not what you're looking right. for. Well, no, I mean, at least. Or am I supposed or, to ask, to me, what's your number? Two or three. No, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. It was, yeah. well, it was, it was in the driveway, shooter? so it didn't really count. Okay. That was a pretty good free throw shooter. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I played basketball. It was most free throws you made. Two or three. It's like, what? I don't know. That offended me. I'm sure Larry. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, he's a very smart guy. Sure is a very okay. uh, effective Vector player. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you, do you know, just talking about Dame here following up 71 it's like a baseball pitcher MLB pitcher throwing back to back no hitters hmm. and there's only one guy in the history of the game that's right is that, that your is, trivia yes it is if, if Evan can give me some music alright look at you yeah uh-huh. a little bit of jockwardy okay can what do I get if I if I get it right a thumbs up okay yeah I'm broke alright but uh Waddy, there's been one Major League Baseball pitcher to throw two consecutive no-hitters back-to-back. His name? I think it was in the 30s. Might have been 39. I'm not sure. Uh, Cincinnati Reds right-hander Johnny Vandermeer. I just... The great Johnny Vandermeer. Did I get it? and he got it. Yeah. He had an ass one. Actually, well, it was 1938, Waddy. I'm 38. Oh, come on. You should have just left it with 30. But you were aware. Yeah. Evan gave that one to me today. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, what's your prediction for Dame tonight? I'm going to go. He always uh, has a little something, something for the Warriors. No, you know that? but here lately, it ain't been, especially in this building, to me. I've been like, I remember the Western Conference Finals, and, you know, Roracle, he would be trying, and, you know, he probably looks at Steph like, you got my life. What if I was the guy here? But you asked me a question, and I'm going to go 27. Did you hear about him getting drug tested after 71? Now, I see this is where you don't know if social media is. I saw that yeah. and I dismissed it like uh, that, that. There's no way because they said that happened to DK Metcalf after he dunked in the celebrity all star game. You oh, think really? I'm playing and he said he was randomly drug tested the next day. I hope <laughs> and I, I'm just laughing like that's BS. Didn't Dame say that the, he's I'm scared of you? Didn't he say they took blood? No, I thought I, Dame wow. said that. I, and I, I that's just I was surprised by that because. I was under the impression the NBA doesn't really care. Well, for the sticky, for the Snoop Dogg, they don't. The Barack Obama, yeah. they don't care. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they've got the rules, but by and large, they probably just rather look the other way. So that surprised me that after 71, if that's true, you think you don't think it was true, huh? But I heard audio of him no, saying, I'm, yeah, they, they took blood. Oh yeah. Yeah, gosh. I faint. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up next here, we're going to be talking to the uh, great Jim Barnett. By the way, the Warriors back at it tonight against Dame Lillard and the Trailblazers. 7 o'clock tip, Warriors Live, presented by Xfinity, beginning at 6 o'clock. It's all right here on your home for Warriors basketball, 95-7 the game. Coming up next, Warriors color analyst Jim Barnett. It's Steiny and Guru, Whitey in for Steiny, 95-7 the game.
Steiny and Guru. Take it away, Steiny. Steiny's not here, Steph. Whitey in for Steiny. Tonight, of course, the Warriors taking on the Portland Trailblazers. And our next guest, Goo, uh, he was a great Portland Trailblazer. The man. One year, he averaged 18.5 points a game for Portland. But, of course, he's better known as a warrior, better known as an outstanding warrior TV and radio analyst. And it's a pleasure for me to speak to him once again, my former partner on uh, Warriors Live, Jim Barnett with us. How are you, Jim? It's Whitey. Good to talk with you. Whitey, it's good to hear from you and uh, happy to be on the show with you. And uh, you're doing well, and I've always enjoyed listening to you. And, of course, I enjoyed that one season when we were together before each game at home. And uh, Guru, uh, doing a good job today, as usual. Thank you, So we'll see what's up. Uh, (laughs) I I know this. The Western Conference is crazy. (laughs) It it changes. I mean, the the Warriors win one game, they go from 10 to 7. So yeah. it's crazy. It's just uh, we don't know what's going to happen. But the Warriors, in my estimation, um, you know, they've been a 500 team all year long, even with Stephen Curry. Now, Curry's missed the last eight games, and they're 4-4 four and four, uh, right with him. So I, it's hard for me to figure out this team. Uh, I expected more. Um, but they've got to get healthy. They've got to get Curry back, and they've got to get Wiggins back and get Wiggins back into shame, the shape that he was. Uh, to start the season, he to me he 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 started the season. You know, after twenty four games, after twenty four games, and the Warriors were thirteen and eleven. Wiggins was averaging a little over nineteen a game, shooting over fifty one percent, and shooting forty five percent from three. And those numbers have significantly dropped, significantly dropped two points a game. The shooting percentage is 47.3. He's under 40% from three now after being at 45. Um, so they, they really miss him. And, you know, he missed those 15 games earlier in the season. He's missing games now. And so the continuity is not there. So I'll, I'll, uh, that, that's my sense of things. I'll answer any things that you guys have. <laughs> but uh, I, it's still hard for me to figure out this team because they're, guys have been in and out of the lineup so much, and they've just been inconsistent. Jim, before we get to tonight, uh, obviously a hot topic remains. Uh, James Wiseman, and he's put up some numbers with Detroit, twenty-three and seven last night. And I just not to put you on the spot because I know it's a, it's a you know it's a sensitive topic here in the Warriors. Who knows how this is going to go? What are your are there any thoughts you can share with us about the trade? Where James Wiseman is now? Maybe why he appears to be putting up bigger numbers or is putting up bigger numbers than he did when he was with the Warriors. Well, he's putting up bigger numbers now because he's playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No question about that. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. I will say this. The Warriors aren't very big. They're pretty small. Mm. I was surprised by the move. Um, and, I, and I'm and i not sure I would have made the move had it been me if I were the uh, general manager or, or uh, Steve Kerr and whatever. Um, and I don't, and I have not talked to them about this. But when you have someone who has that little experience, you're 21 years of age, um, he has, he's barely played any games, uh, certainly at this level, but even back in college and everything. And so he's inexperienced, young, uh, started when he was 19 and, and he's seven feet tall. And so, and then you could see that, you know, he was trying to learn the game, but he was always a step behind because he, you know, he, it's going to take him time to catch up and he's going to have to do the on the job experience. And that the Warriors couldn't afford to put somebody in that, uh, is going to have to take uh, a learning role and and hurt, hurt the record. They're still they're still competing because they are 
believe it or not, it's hard to believe when you look at the team this year, but they are the defending NBA champions. Um, as far as him, I, I thought he was a really nice kid. Um, he was very courteous. Uh, whenever I was around the team, and I do travel with him, of course, because I only do the road games uh, with Tim Roy. But uh, if, if it were up to me, <laughs> I'd be afraid to give up a guy that's seven feet tall and, and just, just turned 21 years of age. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of torn with that. In particularly, uh, although Kevon Looney's having a heck of a year. He really is. Yeah. But still, he's only six feet seven. And so you, you get hurt with guys when you have to play Embiid and, and players like that inside. And certainly uh, uh, when you're talking about uh, bigger bigger centers, well, the best center in the league who plays for Denver, who's, who's already had 22 uh, triple doubles this year. I think they're 22-0 and 0 in those games. Um, so... Down the road, we'll we'll see how it works out. I wish him well because he's a nice kid. Jim, uh, this is from my dad, Norman Johnson. He was he he's one of your favorites, but uh, you're one of his favorites, and he misses you on TV, boy. And we catch you on the radio when we can. But not only do you break the, break the game down, Jim, you break down the the physical aspect of it because you played. So here I go. I am a big Jordan Poole fan. Uh, disappointed is too strong, but I've seen many times this year, even in clutch high leverage situations, he falls down like the balance is off. And when I found out we were having you on, I wanted to throw that to you. Have you noticed that? And, and what is that from? How can he improve that? You know, it's, it's funny because I've, I've seen it and I'm, I'm very tempted to look at his shoes and see. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> You know, I have to say, the, the, the shoes we played in, the old Converse or the, the uh, Nikes, well, Nikes came on later. I never had a Nike. Uh, but it, the rubber came all the way up, and this is, goes way back. And, and I noticed when they started making shoes looking really cool and everything, the rubber was like one-eighth of an inch, and then it was synthetic. And when you are playing basketball, you get on the edge of your shoe a lot. You're making cuts. You're not you're not running flat footed and cutting flat footed all the time, and so some of these shoes that have uh, synthetic on the side really do you in. And I don't know. I've, I've been meaning to look at his shoes. I haven't gotten <laughs> the nerve to ask him yet. But he does fall a lot, and sometimes he's going a little too fast. Um, sometimes he'll, he'll, you know, at least he's gotten away from what I saw earlier in the year. He he makes a one dribble. He's, he's dribbling the ball, and then he makes a move to the right, and it's a, before he even sees and reacts to the player, the defender, what he's doing, he's already dribbling back one dribble. And sometimes he could have beaten his man right away. And I think he's doing that more, more now and being more. Uh, demonstrative with us and go, going when he makes a move, he goes with it rather than waste time going back and forth, back and forth, because he was doing that earlier in the year and it drove me nuts. Um, but the shoes, I think, and I, I tell you one thing he does, if you watch this sometimes, because I used to do this, not many people do it, and it's dangerous. But when he's trying to beat two men down the middle or through the side, wherever it may be, he pushes the ball ahead and leaves it out there and runs to it. So he's not dribbling through them. Mm. He's pushing the ball ahead, and it's maybe, I don't know, four or five feet in front of him, and then he runs to it without the ball in his hands, which is legal to do. I, it, it's a, it's a you know, dangerous move. It's a, it's a little hectic, maybe. But I used to do the same thing at times, and he gets away with it all the time. And so he can get, he's quick, and he gets to the basket, and he knows how to, knows how to score inside. You know, I like him. He's inconsistent. And he's, has a, he's not having a great three-point shooting year. And, um, 
you know, I I wrote down lots of, you know, I'm really happy about Clay and what he's doing lately. Mm. Uh, but Jordan Poole is just really struggling from three-point range, uh, in particular the month of February. Great. Jim Barnett with us. And, of course, we got the Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers tonight on 95-7 the game. Uh, I remember talking to Coach Kerr a couple weeks ago on uh, Damon and Ratto, and I asked him when he first knew the defense was not what he thought it was. And he mentioned opening night, Jim. He said, opening night against the Lakers, a game the Warriors won easily. He said, our transition defense broke down late in the game. The game was already decided. But he said he knew then. It's like, wow, this is something is wrong. What, to your eye, has been the biggest issue with the Warriors defensively? A far cry from what they were last year. I think defense was a foundation of the championships, and obviously there's time to correct some of these things, but what, to your eye, has been their biggest issue defensively so far this year? Well, it, it seems to me that they're forgetting to block people off the boards, one little thing, but they're doing a lot of switching, and they get mixed up on who should guard who, um, and it's, just, it's pretty chaotic, and and, and they they lose track of, of fundamental things and, and let people take open shots. I think sometimes on the weak side, when the ball swings around, they're over-helping. I think we may have lost Jim. Yeah. Hello? Jim? Yeah, we, I and think... he gets open shots. Hello? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we lost you for a minute there, Jim, but I think we have you back, oh. sir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was my Wi-Fi. Maybe my Wi-Fi went out for a while there. I had a bad quarter. Who knows? Um, so, at any rate, um, I think they lose concentration, and they're giving too, too, they, they're allowing too many open shots, and maybe not switching well on the screens and whatever. I, I don't know the answer, but I do know this. Every time I look, every time I look at the Warriors and their offensive things with points and rebounds and field goal percentage and turnovers, they're always at number 29 with turnovers. And they turn the ball over way too many times, and that's been a real problem this year, and they haven't been able to correct it. Jim, I got to tell you, you mentioned Clay Thompson. He's hotter than a firecracker. And I'm telling Steiny, anybody that'll listen, okay, hey, I know he's not going to make every shot, but now I envision if they get in the playoffs, there's moments like he's done in the past to where he can, you can draw that shot up for him. And there were some nights, you know, Jim, I didn't think he was going to get back there. How shocked are you at what we're, you're seeing from Clay? And does that make you confident that this team gets whole and healthy that people aren't going to want to play him in a series? I'm, I'm on a real positive vein right now with Clay Thompson, you guru. I agree with you. He's been magnificent. Uh, you know, the, the last few games, obviously, the Minnesota game, he had 32. The game before that, Houston, he makes 12 threes and scores 42 in that game. Lost to the Lakers. He shot the ball well himself, uh, 22. He's had a great, great uh, February. And once he's now he's playing back-to-back games. And so I think that's given him a boost of confidence as well. But he's just had a, a, a terrific, terrific, terrific uh, second half of the season, uh, you know, since that all-star break and what he's doing. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for him because he worked. The, the game means everything to him. He's really dedicated. There's no one more dedicated than Clay Thompson. And he's out there, and you can just see how earnest he is about things. And so I'm glad to see that because they, they need him. They need him especially right now uh, without Curry in the lineup. Curry missing the last eight games. And, and by the way, you know, the Warriors were, uh, when Curry went out, his last game was against Dallas on February 4th, the Warriors were 27-26. Well, uh, they're now 31-30. and 30. So yeah. they've gone, they've gone mm-hmm. 500 without him. 
but they need to get him back in. They need to get Wiggins. Uh, Wiggins is important to this club. And it's, yeah. it's, a perfect, it's a perfect team for him because they can't double-team him because you can't leave Clay Thompson and Stephen Curry open. And so he's always playing one-on-one, and one-on-one he can beat anybody. And so he's valuable here uh, to this team, but it's also valuable to his career for him to stay here, I believe. Jim Barnett. Jim, it's great to speak with you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much for your time, sir. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it very much. Mm -hmm. How about that? Warriors are small, Goo. I've known that. Yeah. I I, got to be honest. This whole run, this Steve Kerr tenure, and I know they had Bogut and and uh, Festus Azili yeah, and Zaza, yeah, but not those. You know those Damian just Jones. yeah the the shackle the, the Javale McGee yeah those were good enough and it's just amazing that what Wiseman represented to me was not something that they actually kind of needed. You know it was on the menu, but set the screens. Not a lot of ruckus coming from the center position offensively with the Warriors, and even though you know with Looney when he's playing five, but I just. We'll see what happens, but Jim Barnett was he was awesome, and it's not just me. You see Jordan falling down, Chuck yeah, Taylor. Yeah, I have noticed they that. Even, yeah, they do make the Chucks, but nobody would go out and play in them. No, I don't. Science tells you so. not to. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Um, maybe that's one reason why he falls down. It's definitely he goes too fast. But he puts the ball ahead. I didn't. That's interesting. I think so. That's he's kind of running to the ball. Yeah, I think that's kind of an old school. But maybe thing. that's how it gets away from you. Ain't maybe. got it on a yo-yo. Yeah. yeah. Um, really interesting, the comments about how the Warriors are awfully small because, you know, the Warriors and other teams, you go back to the history of teams going small, which I think started with Don Nelson, maybe. Um, it, it poses mismatches, Goo. If you got your team and then all of a sudden I'm going small, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, uh, we yeah. can't guard all these guys. Well, now it, it's causing mismatches for the Warriors because they have no choice. It's not like, watch this, we're going to go small. It's like everyone knows they're going to go small because they have no other option. Yeah, and I'm getting sick and tired of uh, athletic bigs that can put it on the floor like a Vanderbilt. It, well, it, the Lakers' it, size they really was a factor in that game last twice, week. They just ran they it down their the throats. Saturday before, yeah. he was like, you can't stop us. Nah, 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 nah. You know, it was one of those, <laughs> yeah, like, it was. athletically, it was. you got us. Uh-huh. Minnesota, for a little a read, he could he look like Willis Reed. Oh, my goodness. Dude, but then he, he started bricking. Yeah, from but, the 415, why don't the dubs go after Nerland's Noel? Yeah. Because if he was all that, <laughs> he wouldn't be available, right? I saw I, Kevin Love play last night with my. Oh, head. did you? Yeah. Now he's, I think, double dipping too, because he's like getting money from <laughs> Cleveland, the buyout, and then Miami's paying him too. Yeah, yeah, but that was a big to win. Play or hate I, the game. I didn't, I didn't see that game. I know yeah. they won on Jimmy Butler. Man, a yeah, fantastic hard shot. Three. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. His next big shot <laughs> might be his first. Yeah. yeah. But the Warriors are. It's remarkable that they've played as well as they have without Curry. Not That's just this time, but going back to his shoulder dislocation. Are you shocked how high they are? Because I left here Friday. They were ninth. You know, they had the game. Uh, who'd they play Friday? Uh, uh, well, I was there. They played Houston. Yeah, you and he were there. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were, you know, in the Houston 10th. Houston is terrible. They are so and it's bad. not going to get rectified. Yeah. It's not going to get fixed anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, I'm not That's taking anything away from I Warriors, go black just, coaches, Whitey whoa. and Silas, but I'm looking at him like, man, you may have no hair and patches by the time you get out of here because it's open gym, man. I think it's possible that of the teams that really made big moves at the deadline, the Suns, the Clippers, the Mavericks, 
it's possible that things just won't quite work for at least one of those teams. And it may work. I think Phoenix is going to be remarkable. Well, Dallas is the one. They, uh, could they need be. some more. It's, it's bigger than Kyrie and Luka. They need another. I love Tim Hardaway Jr. He could play on my team anytime, but it's bigger than him, Whitey. They don't mm-hmm. have any. They yeah. don't got no thug or muscle. or They don't, they don't defend very well. So yeah. you're only, the Warriors are only a half game behind them. And then, the, to me, crazy. the whole thing, if you can avoid the play-in, if you're in the play-in, fine. All right. You well, they're all on two. Yeah, but yeah. if they can get out of that and get up to sixth and only half game out of that, then that You're, would be remarkable. And that's a why tonight is sneaky, I've been using this sneaky big. You know, you just don't want to go back to 500. But let me ask you this. The team down uh, I-80. Yeah. I love what Mike, I keep saying that, my broken record. I love what Mike Brown's doing. Could be coach of the year. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, a bonus. I like the beam, uh-huh. but it ain't <laughs> play D. Like if the Warriors tangle with them in a best of seven, I got the Warriors. Do you? And I really believe, you know, the Kings, oh, this is our first time here. The Warriors can take advantage of what they have, and that's pedigree. We've been here before, and we all got argue, not argue, we got the best player in Steph Curry. I just if think he's healthy. Yeah, I think the Warriors have to somehow, some way find a more defensive traction to How have. How do you do any- that? Well, like Jim Barnett said, um, you know, you switch and you got mismatches. So some of that is size. I think last year they were an excellent defensive rebounding team. They're not as good, I think, this year as they were last year. That seemed to me like an easy area. Like, we got to get better defensively. How we do that? We got to rebound better. And then that ends possessions for the other team. So I think that that's that's part of it. But they just need Steph back. And I talked to Kerr about this when I was in with Larry on Friday. Steph back, his offense makes it easier nah, to play man. defense because yeah. he said, look, if they're if we're making shots, we're not in transition. So if you get Steph back and he's, he's playing well again, that also takes some pressure off your defense. No doubt. And uh, do you have on the Whitey calendar or your guesstimate when you think Steph will be back? I don't know. Because, like, I'm so excited about tonight's game, and I mean the offs have started. But, Whitey, there's just that downer of knowing they're not complete. Right. They're not. And hopefully Draymond. On. Just hanging, hanging on. on. But, but, you know, uh, Portland's shorthanded tonight, too. Well, they're, uh, they don't play D. Simons is out, and uh, the cocaine bear Nurkic is out as well. Now, I won't even talk about that movie. And, of course, it's number one at the box office. Well, he's the Bosnian bear, but I just uh, but, I mean, bear. what are we doing? <laughs> hey, I got a script. I'll be over. Hey, how's it going? What's the script? Cocaine bear. The, co- the bear hey, gets into dude. the cocaine. Yeah. What are we doing, Whitey? And we got all these just say no, all this, the Reagans, uh-huh. and we got cocaine bear, and yeah. it's number one at the box office. Is it based on a true story? Some say it is. <laughs> I don't care what the bear got into. But why did it have to be the uh, yeah, I don't know. The white I mean, horse? Yeah. What are we telling people? Uh I don't know. Hey, Dad, what's to, cocaine? To do more cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or to give more cocaine to a bear, which is, I can't advocate. Cocaine bear. Yeah. Huge that would be hit. a two-hour movie. Huge hit. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you do? I was like, okay. What if you had to go see <laughs> that or Snakes on a Plane? Which one are you going to see? Snakes on a Plane or Cocaine Bear? Now, snakes do scare me. So, <laughs> Cocaine Bear. Yeah. All right. You could see Wolf of Wall Street, which is cocaine on a plane. Yeah, Dude, that movie. Whichever one had Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd yeah, be Snakes on a Plane. As far as I know, I don't know. But my dad went to, he used to be a... Uh, What's his name? Golf marshal. He's not with us anymore. Don Gleason. Oh, he's at Vallejo. And he was a golf marshal at Blue Rock Springs. Okay? And so he's out there one time. Why do I get a front? Yeah. 
What's that entail, a golf marshal? Oh, he was semi-retired, so it's like, drive around, anybody need anything, and he also was into like, hey, you gotta have a collared shirt, so oh, okay. you can't, you know, all that Enforcer. stuff. Yeah, so <laughs> this was when there was a movie called The Sphere, and they were filming it in Vallejo at Mare Island. Not Modesto. No, <laughs> yeah, and so my dad, he comes to visit me, and he says, hey, we had an actor out at our uh, golf course today. I was like, who? He says, you ever heard of Sam Jackson? I was like, Samuel Jackson was at your golf course. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Sam Jackson, nice guy, pretty good swing too. Wow. I had no idea who he was, and he was Sam out there golfing great. when they were filming the Sphere in not Modesto. I have seen that one. Vallejo, California. Holy mackerel! On the text line, gentlemen need to know and ask this guru: When you're in the lab watching game film, are you a Funyuns or Cool Ranch Doritos guy? Now, so, who so would type right. that? But not only is it Funyuns by a landslide. <laughs> It's the hot Funyuns. <laughs> there you go, Sir Whiskey the Ray. Hot ones. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <sighs> I'm uh, thinking it's got to be a win tonight, and then we need Steph back. ASAP. Well, you got Clippers uh, when we got Clippers Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. And they got the Lakers again at the end of this uh, home Man. stand. Yeah. And, and everybody, and it, it's just we all lose. Well, LaMelo Ball, I don't think they were going to make it. But uh, D-Lo being out for the Lakers and people, oh, you're a Laker fan. LeBron, we all lose. Didn't you want to see the Lakers go on the run or try to get there with Braun? He hadn't crossed your mind. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. The league loses, Whitey. I think so. You don't so. care. You got Braun fatigue. No, I, I, the, when the Lakers are relevant, it's like, I don't like the Yankees, but I like it better when the Yankees are Talk good than me. I do okay. when they're terrible. No doubt. I'm Same type you. of thing. Yeah. Uh, and that was really impressive. That win over Dallas on Sunday when they were down 27. Well, was it really? Or Dallas just jacking threes? Well, it was and you I missed, mean, 27's a lot. And then they had that game at the end. It's like, man, Dallas has, Dallas has no chance LeBron was on the ground when he initially got hurt. Yeah. He said, I heard it pop. Yeah. And then I laughed like this Paul Pierce mother. You know what I mean? <laughs> to come back and play. But we, uh, he maybe he did hear a pop. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. We don't know what it is yet, right? It's a foot injury, but we don't know what it is. Some are saying heel. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah, it's good for the league. Obviously, the league would love to have another playing game involving the Lakers and, and the Warriors. That but wild. that must be avoided at all costs. Yeah, we want to sit. Can you believe the Warriors are 0-2 in playing games? Yeah. And, and Steiny gets mad, but with basketball reference, why isn't that the playoffs? And it doesn't go under regular season stats. That's a weird thing. I don't know. But are you, I like the plan. I think it's worked. I hated it. Um, hated it. And I hope that's the case with the baseball rules. I hate them, too. I hope they oh work. Hated the plan, and I think it's working. Uh, Giants. Plan? Yeah. You feel like they got some action? 81. Maybe. I'm giving you the win, <laughs> win, to, win total of 81. Over, under. I think I'd take the over. I'm kind of Not feeling that way, too. Yeah. So I you like can see them making the playoffs. Uh, maybe, yeah, being in the contention for it. Because it's like, so what do they, they have, got 15 Webb? or 16 teams? No Rodon. You like Stripling and Wood? I do. And, uh, uh, yeah. And I know Evan's a big Sean Mania guy. And no, got him the throwing Samoan. Yeah, Cobb. Yeah. I think that's pretty good pitching. Right. And then it depends on, uh, I heard Dibs today calling Hanniger, called him a Hanny. Is that a thing? Nah. We, can't, we can't go there, can we? Well, I won't Hanny? use it. <laughs> right. All right. Coming up, Warriors and uh, Blazers tonight. So, is a championship still on the radar for Golden State? That is up next year. This segment sponsored by AC Transit. This is Steiny and Guru. Whitey in for Steiny 95.7 The Game. Those are facts. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.